Are you geek enough? Well, you might have thought that you were, but maybe you're not. On uh, today's uh, episode of the Shadowbinders podcast, we're going to talk about what it means to be a geek and how geek culture has changed. Uh, this episode is titled 50 Shades of Geek. Welcome back to the Shadowbinders podcast. I'm Tom Pratt, the artist of Shadowbinders, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Cambria. Hello. Hello. And uh, <laughs> again, Hello. and this uh, this week we're going to oh, talk about... I want to know who else you think you're being joined by. Oh, that's a whole other Better not be your other lovely wife or we're going to have issues. We are going to have issues. Uh, this week we're going to talk about what it means to be a geek. And uh, I know the term geek has has definitely, uh, the connotation has changed uh, over the last few years. It used to be that being a geek was a bad thing. Yeah. And, uh, well, at least by by mainstream standards, it was a bad thing. Or nerds, depending how you want to refer to it. Nerds. Yeah, I think nerds is more derogatory. I don't know. I think they're like Revenge of the Nerds. They were nerds because they're smart, but they were also geeky, so it was kind of a combination. Yeah. Then you had Booger, but... That's just gross. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, from from where we're sitting, uh, it looks like uh, you know being a geek uh, has become uh, more mainstreamed yeah. over the last few years. Definitely, uh, you know, looking at uh, television, looking at the movies uh, that are popular, looking at the explosion in uh, convention attendance, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, San Diego, et cetera. I mean, it's it's definitely. Cool. Well, just in conventions in general. Oh, yeah. conventions now compared to, you know, 15, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely uh, good to be a geek now. It uh, wasn't always the case. And, well, it can be bad as well. Well, it can be bad, and that's, that's what we're going to talk about because uh, uh, it seems to be... Depending that, on how geeky you are. Yeah, you're not geek enough. There, tends, there, there is some geek backlash, uh, geeks versus geeks. And uh, we've been hearing about that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you're just not geeky enough for some geeks. You've got the elitist geeks. I know. What does, okay. Who think that they're geekier than you are. And um, so I don't know. Cam, what they are going to let, let uh, Cam talk for a bit here. What are your thoughts on this? Because I know there was a big brouhaha over uh, geek girls oh. a few months ago. Oh, which one? There's several. <laughs> I just. Uh, I guess what is getting upsetting to women is, besides the fact that, you know, if you dress up and you do cosplay, you have some people that are, no matter how you look, they're going to make fun of how you look. You also have these guys complaining because, oh, the hot girls are in there dressed up in costumes, but they're only here to hit on me and distract me and things. And it's like, I really doubt they're there for you. They're, they might just be there because they like the show that they're representing. They might be there because they have friends who like that and they wanted to be part of it. I don't know. But who cares? They're there having fun. Let them have fun. And the other part was um, women that you go to these conventions and say you're dressed up as a Star Wars character. And you get the guys who are like playing 21 questions with you to determine whether or not you truly are a fan of that show or just because you wanted to dress up like that, apparently to impress them. It's like, if I was going to dress up like that and go to all that trouble, it's not going to be to impress them. But it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, 
Who cares? Does it really matter? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of get the vibe that I mean, this is this is my personal opinion, so take it for whatever it's worth. I think a lot of geeks were used to being the outcasts, and they sort of carved a a place for themselves, you know, uh, with pop culture, with comics, with movies, whatever that they were a fan of, and that was kind of like their sanctuary. And I almost feel, and again, this. Is, well, I, and again, this is this this is just an armchair observation, but I almost feel like there's like a threat there. Like, okay, well, you know, we had our little sanctuary. Now everyone's coming in and trying to yeah, but take it, it hasn't from me. been that way. Like I mean, at geeks. least in like <laughs> the last what seven years or more. I mean, I don't know. It's been in the last I don't know ten years, seven years, something like that. It's not a bad thing to be a geek. You don't have to be in a sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, Everybody's playing the games now. Everybody's watching the movies now. Everybody's, you know, into the same things now. And it's just the mainstream people are into it too. Yeah. And I, th- I think, honestly, though, I think that probably pisses some people off. I think they almost feel like it was their thing. Oh, I'm sure it does. You know, and it was. It, it's kind of that, that hipster mentality of... You know, I liked it before it was cool, but now that everybody likes it, uh, I'm too good for this now. Well, no, I can't, I can't or... understand that. I really can't. When I was younger, I didn't, I liked these things, but I never went to a convention. Actually, I didn't go to a convention until I was teaching art and I was 20-some years old because I liked this guy. And he liked comic books. And we were going to go to Pittsburgh Comic Con. Who's this guy so I can beat him up? Yeah. <laughs> it was you. But anyway, so I, I went. I didn't, I had never been to one. So... Well, first of all, I made the, the horrible, horrible mistake of going to the Comic-Con in platform heels and a miniskirt. I didn't think it was a mistake. But. Well, I didn't know. I was just trying to impress this guy. And um, now it doesn't matter. I mean, now you have girls all over the place, and they're in awesome costumes and everything else, and no one thinks anything of it. It would totally fit in today. Then it was a big mistake, because when I got there, I was surprised, because there weren't. Many girls are, and the only girls I saw were like the ones that were the like Hooters girls. There were there were <laughs> the Hooters girls, babes. and I was there was hardly any women there. What you saw for women there, you know, just you, I wasn't what I expected, and I was one of the few that was just there because I was actually there to look at stuff, and I got a really interesting reaction from people. Um, Usually involved groping, touching cameras, cameras flashing, cameras flashing. I think people thought touching, it was part of the groping. show. It was um, groping and more touching. Oh no! It was some guy with a bucket on his head grabbed bucket me, head. and cameras were flashing. I and think he was supposed to be the Red Hood, but yeah. I don't know what he was supposed head. to be. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Buckethead!" Next thing I know, some guys got this guy's got me around the waist, and all these cameras were flashing, taking our picture, and I didn't know what the. It's amazing. I went back to comms after that, but what my point is, it's completely different than now because now you have. I think it started more with the anime cons with the more the cosplay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always had it, but I think it got it really picked up with, I, I think. I mean, I could be completely wrong here. But now it's totally expected to see lots of women at conventions mm-hmm. and, you know, costumes all over. Women wear skirts and shoes and people don't, don't mess with them too much, you know? And it's completely different than it was then. Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely was a, a different vibe. Because, I mean, you compare pittsburgh then to even what we saw when we did steel city mm-hmm. or Baltimore. oh there was women all i mean oh yeah 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 and they were it was and they were the costumes were amazing and i mean like something i like one of the anime cons and now it's more so with it, it used to be anime cons i think now more so with comic cons too you see costumes everywhere 
they're amazing costumes. I love I love to go just to look at the costumes. Yeah, I know when we did uh, Anime USA, I mean, I, I I do think the anime cons tend to be more female-friendly, but I don't think it really matters so much. I thought there was just as many guys there as were girls. I think yeah. it, was, it was a nice split. It was really nice. Well, I mean, compared to a, a more traditional comic book convention. Well, that used to be, but I think now it's, 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 it's about 50-50 It's definitely also. different. It's definitely different than it was 10 years ago, 12 years ago. That was 12 years ago. 13 years ago? 13. 12 years ago. It was 12 years ago. Well, I remember the first time I went to the Pittsburgh con. I, I went the very first year it opened, and it was... I mean, it was just lots of fat guys in black t-shirts. You know, that was pretty much, that was like most of the people that went there. And that that was that. How long ago was that? Like 93, 94. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely the, the whole scene has changed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wouldn't be a con unless you saw a Homestuck kid. Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't matter what con you go to. It doesn't matter to. what con you and go that, to. And I, and I, and I, I secretly love it. I'm always like, you go. Because it's like, what comics? Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. So I, I always makes my day when I see something homestuck because I'm like, yes. I see these funny ones. This one con was really, kind of, you know, kind of small and it was out in the middle of nowhere. Small. And there were a whole bunch of homestuck kids there. And, and, they, like, and they actually knew who we were because they saw our ad on, on homestuck. On, on MSP, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that I always get excited because I'm always like, yes, you go, you go. Because, you know, hey, credit where credit's due. I mean, he's hit a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's awesome. But, I mean, back to the costuming and stuff. But you you see, like, a man may say, oh, my gosh, the costumes are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the level of skill and time and just – I'm just always uber impressed with anybody who can t- put that much effort into something and another shade of, I guess that's another shade of geekdom, I guess. But it's mm-hmm. just, it, and then you go and you see that now and more and more, like I, I always watch on the San Diego of the pictures and stuff. And uh, the costuming is just amazing. And now they got that show on sci-fi because of it. Oh yeah, that, that was really interesting. But I know people aren't very happy about it. Because mm. they said that um, it's not always competitive, which I know is true. I mean, some people, yeah. a lot of people just do it because they love to dress up. As that it doesn't matter what your skill level is on your costume, you're just dressing up to have fun, and and everybody embr- it's really accepting of each other for the most part. Like at anime cons, especially, they're not so. I know, like sometimes you've heard the stories of the some of the comic conventions where they've tore people apart because they were too chunky to wear something or too, mm. you know, wasn't good enough or whatever. But they they seem like they're more you know forgiving at other cons and yeah. they're kind of upset because they think that they're trying to put it in and showcase it in a way that everybody's competitive and you have to be perfect or you shouldn't try and that kind of thing. And I can see their point. It kind of did come across that way a little bit. Yeah, but they have to build any any show like that. And it was even the same with like strip search, you know, or whatever. It's like they had to. Oh, I know. It's drama. drama Even if there isn't any, you know, it's like, well, we got to have a bad guy and we got to have, you know, rivalry and we got to have it. Because if not. Well, they were mad at strip search because the contestants actually got along so well. There really wasn't. I expect, I mean, and this is totally off off the beaten path here and this is another shade of geekdom you know the whole you know strip search thing and web comics but you know i i really expected there to be a lot i expect to be the real world with cartoonists you know i expect a lot of the web people are kind of everybody's kind of supportive of each other a lot of times so i think that's yeah some more so than others yeah but for the most part (laughs) and i think that that's probably it is because it's like i don't know it's just kind of it's kind of a different it's a different scene. That's the same with the cosplayers, though. I mean, it does come back to that. That that you they're know, really helpful each other. And stuff yeah, too, they help and... each other out uh, for the most part. I mean, you're always going to have any group of people. You're always going to have a couple of people that are very competitive, or whatever. Diva ask. Diva ask. Yeah, but I think you know that kind of show. You can't just it, it, it. 
from the producer's point of view, it's like we can't just have a bunch of kids hanging out making costumes and being happy and being happy. Oh, and happy. Oh no, 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 I completely no, agree no, with you. I, I was just saying that people. That's what people were saying about being upset about. It. I was reading and people were upset about, it, and that's why. I, I mean, yeah. that's why that was my point. But my point back to the the, the actual topic because we're way off topic oh, again. But is just that you know the shades of geek and like what's considered geekdom now, and and it actually has a mass appeal. And what was considered it, you know, 15 years ago at Comic-Con is completely mm-hmm. different. Well, just this conversation, I mean, we touched on on several different, I mean, it's not, you know, it used to be, you're a geek, you play Dungeons and Dragons, read comic books, you know, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. pretty much it. And now it's like, you have geeks that don't touch role-playing games. Never They've played never role-playing never games. Raid- I know you used to. My brother used to. Yeah, so I, I was to. familiar with it because my brother used to. I never played it. I think I come from a Tower more watched the traditional Dragons geek. movie background you do i do because i used to, i, I I'm, I'm geek nouveau i was kind of a closet geek though because i i, <laughs> I was a closet geek and i'm a nouveau geek like i had i had i was into the stuff dungeons and dragons i had tons of Dungeons and dragons books and, and all that and tons of comic books you were proto brony too uh, yeah that's a whole nother yeah. discussion for another time but like i didn't really talk about it too much i mean like if people come over and they go to my room and they say hey what's with all the you know action figures on the wall or whatever but it's not something i really talked about because you just didn't talk about really because i was the opposite i mean i was in the stuff well, in college i used to sell star wars figures yeah. to pay for things so i was out there you know talking about it deliberately because i liked it and i met people that did and i used to sell stuff to get you know pay help pay for college so I was actually not trying to hide that I was, because guys actually dug it. They're like, "Ooh, she's in Star Wars." And that was before I, you'd be quizzed. Yeah. Now you'd get like you know twenty questions about why you know what happened to what scene in Star Wars to make sure you're truly a Star Wars fan. But only the, uh, the classic trilogy, not, not the prequels. I like the pod- that's another podcast too. <laughs> that's but, another podcast. Um, well, that's the reason you liked me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't really like. I really didn't talk about too much like people knew me knew i liked to draw and i liked comics and stuff but i didn't wear my geekdom on my sleeve because yeah, i didn't sense get that you'd like it beat up you know oh really they're gonna beat you <laughs> up oh come on yeah, i know um but i just didn't really you know broadcast that i was a geek i mean i, I knew a lot well now you stuff. get shirts that yeah. say oh yeah geek on it yeah. or you know geek guys are hot and stuff like that you know you have shirts out there and stuff now now you do broadcast it you wear it literally on your sleeve yeah and i just didn't do that i tried to, to be blend in and be as, as normal as i could and this is the early 90s so i had my bowl cut my flannel and my converse and i didn't wear the comic book t-shirts or anything i just i just didn't so it is completely different and then yeah. we have our kids who we you know encourage to be dress them up in doctor who shirts we do <laughs> doctor who well he won't wear it to school he won't wear the doctor who's to school but for the same reason he's afraid of getting picked right. on. but he wore the doctor moo shirt doctor moo is pretty cool and he and then you know he like godzilla he's godzilla crazy and they love doctor who well, and godzilla's cool my little pony and well see there's a whole nother because they have a convention just a godzilla convention i know we have to go to that you sometime. know i mean so there's another shade like you could be in the godzilla and that's that's your thing you geek out about but it's okay now and there's it's, a con yeah. there's a convention for there's like there's an app for everything there's a con for everything pretty much i mean you there's something you can't even talk about because they're so bad but there's cons for everything i remember even 20 years ago you had your comic book conventions and you had your science fiction conventions occasionally you'd have the two sort of mesh together but you didn't have all these different cons for all these different uh you know interests 
that were all related to only certain interests were allowed. They were only the ones accepted. Yeah, I mean there was no I mean, such thing. You as go to Comic Con to look at comics. No... Oh yeah, no, don't. I love when I was a kid. I I always loved um, that whole the Victorian look, the aesthetic of it. I always have. Like, my mom and I were talking about that today. It's like something I've always loved. I we didn't have a name for it then that I knew of. It's just no. I like that stuff. You anime, know? anime. We called it Japanimation. Oh, okay. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really derogatory. It was like Sailor, it was like uh, Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball. At first, I was like, "What is this?" And then the next thing I know, I was watching it. I was glued. I, I admit, I love Sailor Moon. Well, I, geez, I went back to like Star Blazers and stuff like that. Like nobody knew what to call it. They're like, "Oh, it's Japanese and the animation is Japan animation." Well, the funny you know? thing was, a lot of the shows from the '80s were oh yeah anime, yeah. but we just didn't know it. Voltron, we, we didn't no know idea. it. Stupid, slipping the pill into the ice cream. That's right. It was getting us ready. We were, they're, they're prepping us. They were. But anyway, back to the topic. We keep doing this. We keep going way... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was Japanese. It is. All those Rankin Bass or those Christmas shows you watch... Oh, there's a podcast for you, too. They, Tom's a huge fan I'm of Rankin Bass anything. Huge Rankin Bass fan. All those Rankin Bass shows, and they did Thundercats, too, by the way. They were all done in Japan. And it's funny, because you see pictures of when they were... Uh, you know, working on Rudolph, and there are a bunch of Japanese guys sitting around playing with the dolls in their shorts because it's summer over there, and and that's how they're, they're doing. That. It's funny. It well, was there, really funny. there's something else, too. So you basically, besides the fact that the comic conventions and, and, and geekdom has expanded past what it used to be, you have all the cross-cultural, mm-hmm. you know, connections. I mean, Korean pop, K-pop, K-drama, those things, which I love, they're all getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. I mean, it's all crossing over. It's just a universal geekdom at this point. So it's more like a thousand shades of geek. Yeah, I, I think even, yeah, but you mentioned the Korean shows. I think the Korean entertainment starting to overtake the, the Japanese. Well, they have like, yeah, they were saying about uh, like the K-pop and stuff's really popular in America and things like that. And, and it's it's just um, interesting. Well, a lot of the um, the shows, even on Cartoon Network or whatever, they're, they're animated in Korea now. Uh, a lot of the video games you play, a lot of the online, the, the role-playing games are all made in Korea. You know, so it's it's really interesting to see how but South Korea. Yes, yeah, Korea. I don't think North Korea is going to be making those things. No. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I didn't think that you had to clarify that, but okay. Just in case. You know. Okay, but um, it's just yeah, it's it's a cross culture. It's a universal. It's I mean, our movies here that are huge are, are all over the world coming out, and sometimes they premiere before they premiere here. Yes, yeah, that's more, line, more than normal now. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's it's a universal thing. It used to be 20 years ago, it wasn't this way. It's mm-hmm. the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a whole other subject right there. But it's just, these are all shades of, of geek. I mean, they have their own conventions for gaming all the time. And, mm-hmm. and any more conventions, the lines are blurred. It used to be, you know, oh, this convention was just about this, it's about that. Oh, now it's about everything. Yeah, I think more than, and that's why you know people get upset because San Diego is not a straight up comic book convention anymore. But actually, I think that's a, that's a good thing in, in some ways because you know San Diego is probably the one convention in the world that like accurately it kind of represents everything. Mm-hmm. Everything geek is at San Diego. No, it's not a pure comic book convention. Uh, but well, it, I think that's the way the that's the way that everything's moving anyway. I think it's it's sort of yeah re- representative of of. Where it is. Where it is right now, which it's not just comic books. It's everything, movies, TV, games, everything. Which brings us back to the main topic, which is, you know, the division. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like you, you, we're so lucky that we have all these different conventions that we didn't have before. And there, there is a wider acceptance of everything that wasn't, you know, was made fun of before. And it's okay to wear, you know, your Doctor Who shirt. It's okay to wear your My Little Pony shirt. It's okay to... You know, do these things, 
and wear these things, like these things, because everybody, no one thinks anything of it now. No one's going to make fun of you. I mean, I'm sure people still make fun of people, but it's like they're less likely to get made fun of. You're encouraged, you know, you're, it's better. You can accept and like what you like and not expect a lot of ridicule for it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, economically, you know, as far as economics of it go, you know, the more people like something, the more that stuff sells, the more, the more they're going to make, the more they will make. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, I remember the, the dark days back in the late the dark days, <laughs> back in the late eighties when there was no star Wars. Was I was no, going to say the dark days before the emperor, yeah, for the dark side, before the prequels. Uh, no, but well, the dark days were after the prequels. Yeah, they were, I'm the, sorry. There were darker days ahead. No, uh, but I remember from about, yeah, after return of the Jedi, they had the droids cartoon. I remember that, and the, and, the, and then they had the Ewok shows, and then that was it the for Ewok Star cartoon. Wars for years until they came out with the the Timothy Zahn books. Oh, and, love yeah, those! And, but there was nothing Star Wars. And I remember the first time I saw the the Timothy Zahn books. It was in the window of the one comic shop in in Williamsport, and I'm walking by. I I'm read like, those like a bazillion times, and they're like new Star Wars endorsed by George Lucas, and I'm like, what? I know that's what got my attention. That's actually those books were got me into Star Wars. I mean, I liked Star Wars before I did, but those were what like really got me into. Was yeah. the, the books and that stuff. And there was probably a good five or six years where there was, like, nothing. So like, you couldn't buy Star Wars stuff anywhere. There was no Star Wars. It was done. It was over. It was out of the theaters. They weren't at that point. They weren't making any more movies. And, you know, you just couldn't couldn't find it. It's just, so what if people like the same thing as you and the fact that if it's helping to get more people interested, it's helping to expand the cons, it's helping to bring in more guests, it's helping to bring in more revenue, that they're going to create more things you like, they're going to continue making the, you know, Doctor Who and the Star Wars and the Star Trek and so on. Um, they're going to continue doing these things, and it all goes to the greater good. Why get so upset about it? I mean, I understand why. I mean, as far as they take my, take my biscuit away, but it's going to give you more biscuits. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, well, maybe those biscuits don't taste as good if everybody's eating them. I don't know. Maybe they're mass producing the biscuits now, so you know they're not as they're not as high quality of biscuits. I don't know. Honestly, you know, I think I think there is. I think there's some kind of. I think in some people, and again, this is this is an armchair observation. I mean, I, there are certain things I get geeky about, and I've gotten geeky about, and I've been upset about when you know companies would make certain decisions about things or things would become more mainstream. Well, yeah, that's a whole other podcast where people that's, like think they don't have ownership and things. And, yeah. And I but think, they kind of do. And I kind of agree uh, with them on some level. I think, I think there is, I think that that is part of the mentality is almost like, you know, we supported you when you weren't popular, you owe us. And, and I'm not saying they're completely wrong. No. I mean, you look at, okay, look at Star Trek, for example. I mean, that Star Trek stayed on the air back in the 60s, 70s, whenever it was uh, going to be canceled. And it only stayed on the air because of fans, diehard fans, you know, got Star Trek back on the air. Now I heard the third season was pretty, pretty awful, you know, and most people wish it wouldn't have been, you know, on the air, but, but the point is that those fans, those diehard fans kept it on the air. And I think, you know, there's almost a sense of, well, where were you when we needed help keeping it on the air? Yeah. But they still got put on the air. So what difference is that? Yeah. And, and it's, it's a it definitely, I mean, I don't know, again, this is an armchair observation, but I do think that there's, there's some some sense of of ownership in in liking something that not a lot of people like. Well, then you break into the Fifty Shades. Also, you have so many different groups of things people like. I mean, mm-hmm. some people might like movies, but they don't like the comics. Oh, that's a whole other. Don't even you know go. Well, there. That, yeah, we'll talk about that because there's, there's okay. There's, go ahead. Um, what do you want to talk about now? We can we talk. can talk about it now. Okay, yeah. There's a whole generation of 
uh, geeks out there, and it used to be that you call them comic book fans. You can't mm-hmm. really call them comic book fans anymore because a lot of these people like the things that we used to like in comic books, like Spider-Man and Batman, but they've never read a comic. Ever. Oh, I mean the, the, new, the new The new people. generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've That's seen what I'm talking about. Kids especially have seen the I've Spider- never read the comics. I'll be the first one to admit... I guess that, you know, that's going to take a hit to my geek cred, but I don't read comics. I mean, well, except for web comics, I read some web comics, yeah. but I mean like the print comics. I've read graphic novels and so, and I read manga. But you don't I follow mean, I like the Marvel, manga. DC No, stuff. I don't. But I love the movies and I'll see all of them. I mean, I'm like there as soon as I can be there. Yeah. See, I came from a different angle because I, I used to read all that stuff. Um, you know, so the, I, I guess there's part of me that even when I watch movies, I'm like, well, it's not the way it was in the comic book. But the thing is, is that the comic book, was the comic book and it was how many well, years and which ago. version of the comic book because right they keep rebooting which reboot them now. Do you, you want yeah. to discuss so and, yeah you know that stuff but i mean you have a whole generation of kids that are getting into the avengers and spider-man and avengers is really good avengers was really good and it I was a movie that a lot of people liked even if they've never picked up a comic book they're in love with those characters now they love iron man they love hulk they love captain america and thor and you know that to me is is pretty amazing because 20 years ago that that just wasn't possible it didn't happen i mean it happened a couple of times with you know batman and superman but you know when batman and superman were really really big like back in the 60s people still read comics pretty regularly kids still read comics we have to think of too like you said about the big disconnect between you know two decades ago and now too back then the conventions were predominantly comic book based I right. mean but now since then you've had anime come in and now you have anime conventions which I personally love the anime conventions mm-hmm. and you have the anime conventions steampunk now. conventions steampunk conventions. conventions yes there's like every convention you can imagine again it's that 50 shades of geek because it's not right. just like well I go to conventions so I'm into comic books there are people that go to conventions that don't read well, even comic books comic cons aren't all are, are not, not anymore yeah it, and, and, and then you have like things that people like are really big Avatar fans for example okay our son loved Avatar mm-hmm. loved it and because he loved it he went and bought the books afterwards we're and talking he about the last ever... airbender oh to, yes yes last just to clarify the, yeah but yes Sorry, but yeah, they he wouldn't. We bought him all the books afterwards because mm-hmm. he loved it. And he wanted to continue reading it, so it was kind of like a reversal. So the comics first and the movie. It was like he saw the show first and he went and bought the books. And you have that with like Adventure Time now and mm-hmm. My Little Pony and all those things that are are shows and it's pop culture more. I think it's more pop culture than it is comics now. And comics have become the movies have become the pop culture. Yeah, and the no, pop culture I, is more mainstream. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, a lot of people I know, they get upset because they're like, well, all this stuff came from comics. And yeah, it did. But yeah. I mean, a lot of movies came from books, yeah. too. And a lot of people, you know, how a many... A lot of shows came from England. <laughs> a lot of shows came from England. You know, a lot of your sitcoms came from England. doesn't mean that you had to have been familiar with the, the British version of Who's the Boss to enjoy the American right. version of Who's the Boss. Uh, you know, so it's it's same with Doctor Who. I mean, then there's a whole other shade there. You've got fans that grew up watching Doctor Who, like myself, and then you've got a lot of new fans that started with the new series. Like they, me. Yeah, and they, but I don't think that one fan is less of a Doctor Who fan than another. You know, but it's her just, daughter who watches them all. She likes John Pertwee and Tom Baker. <laughs> she she likes the old, She actually prefers the old Doctors. I, I don't. I don't get that. But that that's that's cool. I mean, I love Tom Baker, but it's funny that a kid would actually prefer the old. She does Doctor Who to the new Doctor Who. Um, yeah, so, and then, you know, Star Trek, same thing. There were, I remember there were a lot of fans that were livid when Next Generation came out. They are like, you know, this but is Next not, Generation was really good. It was a really good show. And, uh, you know, I'll admit, I like the Star Trek movie. 
I like the movies. Oh, Jane I Abrams. did. When we got to see the whole thing. When we finally got to the, the other podcast that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, you know, again, I understand where long-term fans were like, well, you know, they pretty much rebooted the whole universe and yada yada, but they also made a movie that was more accessible to everyone, made more money well, than any the of the problem, Star Trek. Because everything's trying to be, is becoming more accessible with the whole pop culture movement. Right. And that's where I think people are getting their knickers in a bunch because they're like, you know, uh, I was a geek first. I was, I was the king of this, or I, you know, I, I, I knew everything about this before it was everybody could, you know, know about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then, then the flip side is the reason that pop culture is pop culture mm-hmm. is because once upon a time, that stuff that you geeked out about was a mainstream thing. Comic books were a very mainstream thing. Everybody read. Well, they still comic are. Books. They still are. They are. I mean, people just re- not as much so as no, as they used but, to be. And now instead of but no, it's just, it's not it's not that they're not there. They're just shifting. They're not in all print form anymore. Now they're shifting onto a movie and TV show. Well, they they've been movies and TV shows before, but I mean, it's more it's, it's shifting more that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everything's kind of shifting. Right. But I mean that that kind of stuff was mainstream before. I mean, you, you know, horror movies, the the you know the monsters, the TV shows, those kind of things, science fiction shows, uh, comic books, and trading cards, and that that was what kids entertained themselves with in the '60s and '70s and into the '80s. And well, that's what our technology would support too. You have to remember right. we couldn't make the movies like we make today. Then no. No. You couldn't make the games, you know. Yeah, you could draw a comic book of the Avengers. You couldn't make the Avengers. Well, you could try and fail miserably. Well, they did. Superman flies standing up and all that, you know, in the yeah. old shows. But, but uh, yeah, I think that there, you know, people are forgetting that, like, you know, the reason that Superman, Spider-Man, those characters have endured as long as they have is that there always was a mainstream connection. Like, you may know everything about every Spider-Man comic book ever, but... You know, what really keeps Spider-Man in the uh, pop culture consciousness is the movies, the TV shows, Mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing. The cartoons, Uh, you know, I grew up, I I mean, I read Spider-Man comics because of the cartoon show. I like Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. Right, I remember watching that too. Oh yeah, I love that. It's on Netflix now, it's great. I loved Wonder Woman. It wasn't a cartoon, but I liked Wonder Woman. I had the underoos. (laughs) <laughs> I had Superman. We should have got together. <laughs> and, uh, I love Wonder Woman. Justice League. But, uh, yeah, and that's, I mean, Super Friends, that was my first exposure to, to all the DC characters. And I read the comic books because of, of the show. Well, now the kids now, though, are getting, their first exposure are the movies mm-hmm. and the TV shows, not the comics. So it's kind of, and then they might pick up the comics after. So it's kind of reversing. Yeah, actually, my very first comics, and here's where, where it's really interesting and you know, it just kind of shows where, where everybody was back in the 80s with the commercialism. My very first comic books were G.I. Joe and Transformers. Mine were She-Ra. Yeah, because of the... Well, yeah. But I mean, the little pack, ones that came with yeah, it. Yeah, the little ones that came with it. Mm-hmm. And the He-Mans, they used to have the little Remember, comics. Back in the day, that was comics everything. were huge. They Mask had comics had with comics. everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I love Mask. Mask was pretty cool. It's underrated. I love Mask. Mask. Uh, but I, I bought the G.I. Joe and Transformer comic books... Because I liked the toys and I liked the cartoon show. And then because I liked those, they were Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, they were promoting X-Men. And I didn't even know what X-Men was. I mean, I had no idea. And it was, like, huge back then. This is the early 80s. But, you know, I started picking up issues of X-Men because they advertised at the Transformers comics. And I started reading the Transformers comics because I liked the toys and I liked the cartoon oh, show. Good cross-promotion. Yeah. So they are very good at doing that back then. Uh, so it's never really been... It wasn't like I was a purist and started going to comic book shops because I had a hard time getting the comics I wanted. 
And then I went to the comic book shops, and it was like they had all kinds of stuff that, like, wow, you know, what, these are bizarre, you know, comics I've never seen. Some of the stuff before a lot of oh, the yeah, indie I stuff. I heard and, about some of those. Yeah. Speaking of the eighties, they're doing some eighties TV shows in the comic books now. I heard of Airwolf's one of them. I was like, which Yay! company? Which company is doing that? I forget. I have to look it up and post it on here. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was excited because I read the Airwolf was being made into a comic book, and I was like, well, I might That's pick cool. that up. I loved Airwolf. I read the Speed Racer comics back in the eighties. They were actually pretty decent. Ghostbusters had Ghostbusters comics. They had everything. But I mean, I, I think it's just a case of like it's never really been such an elitist. It's only been, I think, in the It's just been recently. 80s, well, 90s, no, I think. Back then, though, when it was, you know, you were made fun of. You yeah, so were, you didn't talk you about it. You were, unless collection. something was big. Like, Star Wars, when the movie was out and it was big, it was okay to wear shirts and stuff like that. That's okay. Because everybody but, was like, doing some it. of the comic book things, it wasn't okay to wear a Spider-Man shirt and, you know, people made fun of you. But now, that now everybody does. Who cares? You know, it's just... Which gets back to the, the shades. I think the shades... The, the division is more in the community itself than I think it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, it, because some of those people think that they're living in a gated community. I think I'm living know. in my gated geek world. I think it is. I mean, I think it's very, it's, 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 you know, and they get into fights over it. And it's like, it's like they, it, I don't know. It's just, I, I really do understand where they might be coming from, but the flip side is it's, if everybody's in the same team and they all want the same thing and they're all liking the same things, why can't everybody just be happy that everybody likes the same things and, and they're going to get more of it and they can move forward? Why can't we all just get along? Yeah. And I like drama and I'm saying, why can't we all just get along? I don't know. And again, I think it comes back to that, that ownership, that feeling of ownership that you were there during the hard times. So then here comes Johnny come lately and, you know, the geek girls, and they want to kind of take your... Look, geek, geek girls have been around for a long time, so I, you know, they can just bite me, because I've been a geek for... I've loved this stuff since I was mm-hmm. little. I mean, I just watched Star Trek with my dad. I mean, a huge yeah. Star Wars fan. The reason you liked me when you met me was because I knew what Misfits of Science was and Street Hawk. Yeah, Love Street I Hawk! Know, I gotta marry any girl that knows, that remembers Street Hawk, you know, snagger, because... I'm not gonna find too many I people was, remember Street Hawk. And the thing is, I didn't get made fun of too much for it, but... So yeah, my my point being with Star Wars is that you know because of it it bleeding into other media because of it being more mainstream where it's into you know video games and cartoon shows and they've had more movies and there's always something Star Wars available that means that there's always going to be something Star Wars available because a lot of people like it and and the more people like it the more commercially viable it is the longer the thing that you're a fan of is going to be around. Hopefully. Hopefully. Usually. Usually. Yeah, that's true. And it's just, that's why I'm not understanding, okay, I, I mean, that's goes right back to the main topic, which is I'm not understanding why there's such a divide. And you think everybody, be, you know, we're on, we're on the same team. You're all playing for the same team. I mean, you might have different, you might like, you know, comics, somebody else might like World of Warcraft, somebody else might like Minecraft, somebody else might like, you know, Star Wars, and most people like all of the above. But I'm um, saying you're all on the same team, you're all supporting, you know, that there'd be these conventions and things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that we've got a lot of, you know, new people coming into it because, you know, I, I think with anything, that's with, you know, comics or anything, you always have to have new blood. You have to have new... And granted, when you get new people and they're really excited about something, they're all like, 
you know, sometimes they act like they know everything, and sometimes they want to definitely want to talk about, it and they're so excited, and you know, I can see why it'd be annoying. But instead of being like, "Hey newbie, smack," maybe it'd be better just to be like, "Well, let's talk about this, and maybe I can teach you something." You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I just. It, it, don't hate on your brother, man. You know, it's just... I don't want or to... sister. Oh, yes. Or sister. Yes. It's just... I'm just... I I don't get it. I, I don't know. Like I said, it is my personal opinion. Again, these are just opinions. Yes, these are our opinions. You know... I, you can just ignore us if you don't like you it. You can completely ignore But my opinion is I just think that there there is that, that ownership entitlement thing. I'm not saying that they don't deserve to have that either. No, no. I just think that that's where a lot of it comes from. Right. You know, stems from. And it's not that that's a bad thing, because honestly, if you stuck by someone or something through thick and thin, you, you naturally feel like you've got more of a stake in it than... I'm sorry, this reminds me of like a jealous couple. Like, well, I stuck I, by you for all this time, and now you're going to go married, you're going to go take off with the new girl over there, and I don't like that. Secretary, you know? Yeah, no, I could... I, I, I do married you when that. you were poor. I do understand that, but I, I just think that there doesn't need to be... You know, I don't know. I just think that people could just really get along, and it would it would support each other, and it would increase things. But you know, this is reality, and reality is not everybody's going to get along. That is true. Not everybody is going to get along. So you a lot of people are going to disagree with us too. I'm I'm sure they will. And it's okay if you disagree with us. Comment <laughs> if you disagree. Comment, but be polite and remember that we have band powers. <laughs> Well, band power. Oh, band. They said band. No. I'm like, okay, I don't really know what, what that's going to do. But band. B-A-N. Okay. I was like, what are you going to do with a band? And where are you hiding it? Because I've never seen it. What? I don't know. Like, I don't know what you were talking about. Sorry. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, on this podcast? No. Yeah. no. I'm sure we have a lot to talk about. But again, those were, were just our opinions. Uh, thanks for listening to our ranting. Uh, if you have any opinions of your own, feel free to comment, uh, and definitely, uh, subscribe to us in iTunes and check us out on the web, www.shadowbinders.com. This is Tom Pratt and Cambria Pratt signing off for the Shadow Binders podcast. Have a good one. Kyrie, what, what video game do you want to play? Simply Sounds. What is it? Simply Sounds. Simpsons? Simps? Simpsons. Simpsons. Simpsons, Simpsons, Simpsons. Simpsons. Simpsons, Simpsons. Hmm. Simpsons. <laughs> Let's watch it.